Hey, welcome back to Put 30 on the Clock with Coach Phil. And you saw the title, so I'm talking to the younger generation right now. Y'all like to make fun of us. Uh, you like to make jokes, and it's funny. Uh, I used to partake in that kind of humor. And now that I have reached this age, um, I, I don't appreciate it. You know, you can call me a hypocrite, uh, feel free, but I don't appreciate that kind of banter. Um, and it's being called an old head on the court. Now, I'm fine with the jokes. You know, I had my time, so it's my time to take those jokes. But for you, I want to offer you something that could change your life as a hooper. Uh, If you look at the old heads, right, you come to realize when they play basketball, it's funny because it's so boring. It's so plain. It's so simple. It looks so old. You know what I'm saying? But when you look at old heads play, it's like, what do they do? They knock down open shots. They protect the ball. Even if that means they got to post you up from the three-point line, they protect the ball. Their passes are always on time and on target. They make good decisions with the passes they make. Old heads are known for boxing out. They get off an inch off the rebound, but they get the rebound because they they box out. They have incredible footwork. They ain't running around no more. So now their footwork has to be clean, has to be efficient, and it has to be meaningful. They have great IQ. Now, that can mean a lot, and we're going to have to touch on that on another day, but just bear with me for today. You know that the old heads have great IQ, and they rely on their skill set because they know they can't just run circles around people no more. So they heavily rely on the skills that they've developed. One of those skills, my favorite, they use the backboard. I don't know why y'all hate the backboard so much, but I'm always going to represent for team backboard. Now, old heads realize that they don't have to be that fast or move that fast to be effective on the court. It's always funny that old heads who could play are always slow and you're like, yo, how they get away with that? It's because they realize, yo, I don't have to be fast. I could just be good at what I do. They just need to be on time and make their movements more efficient. And then it's like, wow, these old heads are actually effective. Old heads realize that no one opinion, no one's opinion matters at all. Proving naysayers wrong is meaningless. Now, old heads are going to like talk crazy, you know what I'm saying? Demonstrate that they still got it. I still got it. You know what I'm saying? But they know that people's opinions really don't matter. They realize that if the naysayers have any power, it's because they gave them power. If, If the people who's hating on them have any influence on how they play, it's because they value what those naysayers say. Once they realize that those haters and naysayers and people who have all these negative content comments, once they realize that they, they don't mean anything, they just like, we just get back to what we do. And I said we. I, I did. I said it. That wasn't a Freudian slip. I said that. So once they take that power back, the naysayers get louder and louder and louder, kind of like some people you see on TV. But you come to realize that the real old heads, they don't pay that any mind. Old heads remember the mistakes that they made. And they make sure not to repeat them because they can't afford to waste the limited strength that they now have. You don't got unlimited strength no more. They can't afford to waste the strength and the energy that they have on being stupid. We can't make the same mistake twice. Like you look at somebody like Chris Paul, he might get stripped. Well, now that he's a lot older. But if you see Chris Paul get stripped, he won't get stripped the same way. Matter of fact, he might not get stripped again. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I used uh, him as an example. He don't even get stripped like often, like if, if somebody takes the ball from Chris Paul, that's news. That's on IG. It's like, yo, they stole the ball from Chris Paul. It's like He's 100 years old. Still my guy. Old heads take better care of their body because it's the only way to stay on the court. 
Like, you can't just get up and hoop no more. There's a routine. There's a pregame routine. There's a postgame routine. Or there's a pregame suffering and a postgame suffering. So you get to choose whether you want to have the routine or the suffering as as an old head. And every day it gets a little bit worse. And old heads know that their playing days are almost over. So they cherish every dribble. Think of rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, his final season in the NBA. We know Kobe Bryant as the Mamba, the Black Mamba. We know him as this stone-cold killer. And he spent that whole season smiling, laughing, cracking jokes, being a funny... He was a good guy. I mean, he still did his thing, but like we'd never seen Kobe that happy. (laughs) It was weird, but it was dope um, to see him go out the way he went out with a smile on his face. And it was like, that was the old head effect taking, taking effect. You just you just old now, and you come to realize that this is almost over. I'm gonna enjoy every second of it. You know, old heads focus on what matters. They understand the objective, and they do what they can to get from point A to point B. You could be extra if you want to, as long as it doesn't interfere with the objective. So, if the objective is to win a game, right? We need buckets and we need stops. It's that simple, right? Now, if you want to do a finger roll from the dotted, if you want to catch alley-oops and dunk on people's head, if you want to cross them over, all of that is cool. But when you hoop with an old head, all that flash and flare is acceptable as long as it doesn't interfere with the objective. And the objective with old heads is winning. You know that. I know that. We ain't got to pretend. Now, you, the people that I'm talking to, you're not one of them. There are experiences that you don't have yet, and that's a gap that you can never close with them. There's always going to be an age difference between you and them old heads, so you're never going to catch up in age and experience, and that's fine because that was true for us too. That was true for those who came before us, and it's going to be true for everybody that comes after you. That's true for everybody, but you could take their approach to the game and combine it with your athleticism and your young legs. Imagine how good you could be if you spent your time developing those old head skills that actually matter. And at the same time, you could run by everyone. You could jump over everybody. You could overpower everybody. You would be absolutely incredible, a player far better than you can imagine yourself being because you're putting two things together. But that's your decision. It's 100% on you. I don't want you to confuse this, though. I don't want you to be an old head. I don't want you to take the joy out of life and only do the things that matter. No, old heads have already lived their lives, quote unquote. You know what I mean by that. We already had our fun. We were already young. You have your life. You're only young once and life is short. You should enjoy your youth responsibly. And create the memories that will keep you young for all of your days. Because that's the same joy that keeps all these old heads young. You ever hoop with an old head that was just mean and nasty, but once the game is over, he's like your uncle. He's just funny. He's just cool to be around. You realize that was just his competitive side that came out on the court. It's for a reason. The, the joy that the old heads get out of playing basketball, it brings them back to a time that nothing else can really bring them back to. Maybe a song might come on and they might remember what they were doing when that song came out, but there's nothing really like hooping that makes you feel like a kid again. It's a euphoric, it's, it's an unbelievable experience to get on the court and to do something that you spent so much time doing. It's like, yo, I can still do this. 
And we can't expect you to understand that because you haven't reached this age. It's not fair. I'm not going to try to make you understand that. But I do want you to understand that when you see old heads hoop, the game that we all love is actually keeping their spirits young. Not just the mind and the body. It's keeping their spirits young. It's such a a, a refresher of the soul, you know, and, and I don't mean to make it sound bigger than what it really is, but when you spend so much time and you dedicate so much time to something that you love and you get to keep doing it at an older age, you don't feel like an old head. You know it. You see it. You know there's certain things you can't do no more, but it brings youth to your spirit that very few other things can do, right? So I don't want you to be an old head. I just want you to understand what's going on with that. Live your life. Have your experiences. Make your friends. But when it comes to this basketball, take the good that comes from being an old head. Be the person that knocks down open shots, that protects the ball, that passes the ball on time and on target. The one that boxes out and gets rebounds. The one that has incredible footwork. The one that has a great IQ. The one that relies on their skill set. The one that uses the backboard. (laughs) But at the same time can run circles around people because you got young and fresh legs. You understand me? The combination of the two would make you unbelievable, right? When it comes to these buckets, have the approach of an old head. Focus on the things that matter. Listen to the people that matter. Build with the people that matter. And you'll become such a scary player. Now, I want you to take these two real life examples, right? I want you to take these two real life examples and consider them. Two consistent MVP candidates in the NBA today are Nikola Jokic and Luka Doncic, right? They're both famously known for being, in comparison to other NBA players, unathletic. People marvel still to this day to the fact that they don't jump high, they don't run fast, they're not the quickest people compared to other NBA players, and yet... These two are unquestionably always in the running for MVP. It's, a, it's an incredible thing that has happened. You know, we hear debates all the time. How would this player play in this dec- decade? How would that player play in that decade? These guys personally, and I'm not that much of an old head. I'm an old head on the court, but not in life. But these guys are proof that if Larry Bird was dropped into today's NBA, he'd be incredibly successful because they're doing what he's done. (laughs) They're not that athletic. They don't jump that high, but they just, they, they're just so good at what they do. These guys are triple double threats every single night. They are absolute standouts every single night. They have the franchise on their back every single night. And these are guys who are not known for their athleticism. What does that say for you? If you were to give the time and the attention to your skill sets, that these guys do. And yet you are one of these major athletes. You are one of these people that can run over anybody, jump over anybody, uh, run around anybody, you're quicker than anybody, but you have their skill sets. What kind of monster would that turn you into? These guys, I'll I'll repeat it one more time. They They are not known for their athleticism. They are known for dominating the competition with their skill sets. If you were to add that to your elite athleticism, what kind of monster would you turn into? It would be scary to watch. 
These guys weren't blessed with the athleticism that a lot of you enjoy. And look how far they've come. MVP candidates every single year. And it's going to be that way for maybe next seven, eight, nine years. It's going to be that way. They're going to be consistent MVP candidates. It's, it's incredible. So for those of you who don't have the God-given you know, athleticism to just jump over everyone, if you don't have those, uh, those, those Kaminga hops, <laughs> right, then you could settle for being Luka Doncic. I think that's not a far place. I don't think that's a bad place to fall back on as a backup plan. You can be Jokic. <laughs> I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a bad backup plan. But if you have both, good Lord have mercy. So you look at those guys, they're going to be able to play basketball for a really long time because in their prime, they don't beat you by being athletic. They're beating you with skill. The same stuff old heads do. You don't have to wait until you're 30 and your knees start letting you know that you ain't 25 no more. You don't have to wait. You can add that old head aspect to your game now. And you can still jump over people and dunk on everybody. I would love to see you put it together. This is Coach Phil. Appreciate you spending this time. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me. And I appreciate that. Y'all be good.